0: On the last episode, on Alistair's end, a little bit of searching, found a crazy man. Crazy man jumped out window, you followed him and fell on your face. Ernest, you had heard shouts coming from down a tunnel. You had headed back in, couldn't find the shouts, came out and couldn't find anyone else. (laughs) Also, all (laughs) the... Maybe
1: you should keep that in as this week's on the last episode.
0: (laughs) And that's why Doctor Who fan fiction is probably the best on the internet. Thinking back to how he had exploded
1: at the the doctor's office man i stopped that Man, <laughs> he's giggling at you but he also can't see you because he's got ropes like over his head <laughs> while he's speaking alistair bends down picks up a rock and throws it through a window oh, the cat goes running off welcome listeners to dark tides
0: a weekly improvised audio drama series that uses role-playing game mechanics
1: oh you see what he did there oh yeah damn We've been weekly for like three weeks at this point, but it's still exciting.
0: Yeah, for us it's only just gone weekly, so we're still basking in uh, the the joy of that moment. Uh, now, this show can be a little dark, a little scary, a little gory, so use your discretion if you don't like those things, or you know that those things are not good for you, just don't listen. <laughs> and if that's just my voice, then that's fine too. I am your host, show creator and narrator, Aubrey Liddon and uh, with Aubrey. me as always, hi. Hi. <laughs> That is Chester Liddon, uh, The Wind Beneath My Wings, Hello. and B- BJ Ingate, The Stone on My Back.
1: <laughs> Hello, my name is BJ. I play Alistair Stern, who is a 19-year-old emo with no friends and no job security. He works as a night watchman, uh, his father's the mayor, and he spends his free time pursuing his true calling as an amateur cryptozoologist and detective of the supernatural. I got through it. Can I just say, I finally bought a set of dice. This week. Two, in fact. I actually, I bought, I went into the shop and I was like, I feel like I want either white or purple. And they had both white and purple. So I bought them. I'm using my white set today. I'm just very excited because... BJ. It's my turn. (laughs) No, it isn't. I have not released Control yet. BJ is well in the money. I I just want to point it out because we've had like, what, six recording sessions now and I've been using Aubrey's Dice every time. So I feel like I'm finally a member of the podcast. So, Chester, you need to lift your game.
0: I'm good. I have a lot of dice and I only bought them You do because I wanted people to play with me and I was like I'll it's okay, I'll bring everything. And also, ladies and gentlemen, do not trust dice apps. None of them are fair. None of them are real.
1: Really? It's all a conspiracy. All conspiracy. There you go. Maybe that's a conspiracy for Alistair in the future.
2: Hello, I am the fictitious character, Chester Lyndon. I knew I, play... I knew it was
1: coming after last time. I knew it was coming. <laughs> and I was even going to do it, and I forgot.
2: <laughs> and I play Ernest Marsh. Well I say play. I the mean, I person. am <laughs> Ernest Marsh. A lifelong Boy Scout and nature enthusiast who has been given a chance to fulfill his lifelong dream, Gina, of becoming a park <laughs> ranger. <laughs> this dream has led him to the hook bar archipelago.
0: All right. Now, just before we get to some fun <laughs> facts for this week, I feel that what's going on tonight requires a little explanation. Um, it is eight o'clock on a Tuesday night. We have all had very busy days and we're currently drinking coffee. Um, and we're, we're starting
1: the first of two episodes that we're recording tonight.
0: So it's going to be an interesting time. If I get a little manic or I sound like I'm dead inside just that's because, because he that's gave, what's happening somebody
1: gave Aubrey caffeine and look what you have to put up with now
0: yes yeah, so that's what's going on but I'd like to
1: hear these fun facts BJ you said that you had a fun fact I do us. I do have an Alistair fun fact so okay so we've said before that Alistair is a fan of conspiracy theories yes and if you've ever watched any it's a movie character motif it's <laughs> exactly you know like the the classic stereotypical conspiracy theory wall mm-hmm. that you know with like the, all the pieces of documents and photos and like red string type so Which Alist- i used
0: in the first episode i believe
1: yes exactly <laughs> alistair has one of those uh,
2: alistair just had like an internal just like oh look at that <laughs>
0: look at that wall of conspiracy <laughs> wall. this is good quality so, string they're using here yeah
1: so so alistair has a wall exactly like that that takes up like half a wall in his um in his in his attic. However, it's not a conspiracy theory wall. It has nothing to do with his conspiracy theories because, as I've mentioned before, he keeps everything online, you know, backed up. It's just his vision board. <laughs> so when he if he has a goal, but he for hasn't his life, heard of you know Pinterest. <laughs> no, he has. He just he just likes that format, um. but he doesn't use that for anything that he's actually researching. So he's just got you know pictures of cars and you know walks on the beach and all these things like tied together with red string and. That's Alistair's vision board.
0: So it's literally what normal people would put on social media. Yeah. He puts much, on his yeah. bedroom wall for himself. Because yeah.
1: he posts all of his, his you know, thoughts and conspiracies and mysteries and things. That's what he actually posts online. Next time, I won't put it on you now to decide, but I think next time <laughs> we should hear
0: what uh, Alistair's online uh, name is, what his handle is on all of these websites. Yes, and I things. think so. I'll- yep. And how many friends he has on Facebook left.
2: left yeah and uh also i think we haven't have we gone into
0: alistair's blog yet we have mentioned we've mentioned it um but we have not gone Uh, in depth this will come up i am quite certain in normal play yes uh but moving on so i feel like for this little fun fact i feel like this could bring
2: ernest and alistair together a little bit more because ernest loves to scrapbook (laughs)
1: <laughs> and it sounds like that's what Alistair's doing. Just not in a book, yeah. just on a, on a wall. I you think, know, actually, yeah, yeah maybe. It, it depends if Alistair thinks that Ernest scrapbooks are lame or not.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's that, going to be the that deciding That usually factor. is what it comes down to most often with Ernest and Alistair. <laughs> <laughs> and scrapbooking as well. <laughs> and scrapbooking as well. So, yeah, I guess we'll have a little interaction about that maybe in the next year or two, <laughs> if we remember. And if there's a
1: natural situation for Ernest to bring up scrapbooking. We'll be on episode, like, 60, and we'll both just of re-listened to this episode be like, oh, wait a second. Scrapbooking. I think it's
0: my fault because I throw so much stuff at your characters to do that they don't, like, have time to bond <laughs> we don't just not in talk. a traumatic way. They don't just hang Unless, out. we
1: never just talk anymore.
0: It's all right. Once this, once this arc is over, which might be... A, f- a few more episodes. Um <laughs> maybe they'll get some time. Maybe we'll we'll, we'll have we a beach day episode. Oh, beach episode. Well, we then did we... mention that we yeah, were going to have then a volleyball we have the arc. Uh, the school festival arc. Yeah, I'm I'm absolutely committed to having a volleyball arc. I just don't know like where it. it will fit <laughs> yet. That could be the beach day. It could be it could be a beach volleyball tournament that they have to win <laughs> otherwise a sh- human shark is going to eat a kid.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Got to have those stakes in there. Anyway, we wow, we talked for a long time. This is a so good. This is a long We're getting intro. getting into it. I don't like those.
0: Mr. Pop. <laughs> So we rejoin Alistair Stern as he shakes himself off, dusts himself down and uh, gets up and realises that he is standing in what amounts to really a small junkyard behind this abandoned mechanics shop. Standing, or rather swaying in front of you is a crazy old man.
1: (laughs) Now, if if I remember rightly, Alistair was brandishing a very large spanner and was about to lunge forward with it. I think that's where we'd left off. Quite possibly. Uh, Bernie is trying to figure out how to
0: get through the window. He's like, he's still holding the gun above his head and he's like getting one leg through the window and then another He's going. Uh, Alistair, I think we should uh, take the situation a little bit slower.
1: Alistair is uh, is not paying any attention whatsoever and he is going to immediately roll an attack roll and he gets a four, which is not a good start. Yep, and uh, Winston rolled an 11.
2: Oh, no. So Winston is going to dart forward, tongue hanging out, <laughs> uh, still brandishing his fingers like pistols, but and as you remember, he clicked them back like he was, you know, getting ready to shoot them, and he's going to jab them forwards into Alistair's eyes. <laughs> Alright, well you
0: hit him, obviously.
2: Oh no. So, so eleven like whack him in the face whack him in the eyes like send his head kind of falling back Ow! and he's going to Ow! then chop at uh, Alistair's like
0: throat All right i'd say it's probably a total of a d6 damage you think d4
1: yeah just cuz the, the taser d4. was d6 I that's think.
0: true I forget... He's not a strong man. (laughs) He's pretty decrepit. Let's go with a d4. I think a d4 is fair. Uh, uh, Chester, please roll a d4 D4. for Winston. For the damages.
1: Four. All
0: right, you are going to be... uh, You're going to have disadvantage temporarily on anything that requires your eyes okay. just now, for the next like five okay. minutes now
2: okay. hold on so we zoom in we're kind of like floating around the situation everything becomes sepia everything becomes sepia as uh, Winston assesses the entire situation thinks mm, this fancy boy is going to get discombobulated
1: and he's going to clap his hands around Alistair's head which I didn't right. see coming because I had my hands over my eyes. Like, God. Okay, so Bernie! Roll, roll Bernie again. you blinded Look. me. Bernie
0: is still climbing out of a window trying to hold the gun above his head. He's like, This is not what I was trained for. I got I got Sir, Sir, stand down. That Do is a, a- <laughs> nine. Do I make an opposed for that? Um No, because oh. you're just you're already yeah, blinded. Yeah, All right, and that's another let's say another D4. So damage.
2: Uh, then he's going to just like shoulder Alistair to make him fall onto the ground, and he's going to squat back down like in a Spider-Man four pose. Four damage I rolled. Wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> he's going to squat down to a pose and say, "Listen here, you law masters. It is I, Winston with a P. And he points both fingers, like, like in a peace sign type of thing, but, like, vertically at um, Bernie and says, Listen here, Lord Master, you have come into my domain. He, like, brandishes his hands at the the trash yard and says, Beseech to me your requests of... Uh, why are you here in my sacred lands or I shall kill him (laughs) and points to like his
1: finger guns again at Alistair (laughs) I think you have done more damage than anything else I have come up with I don't even think I got like 8 damage in a row from the The machine monster in the radio station. Uh, What's Alistair's health looking like? He's got 17 left out of 30. He's
0: not doing great. He's not doing great. Um, I rolled for Bernie. Bernie uh, gets out of the window and then trips just over his shoelaces. Oh, no. Um, He doesn't drop the gun and he's like, "Uh, uh, uh, Sir, uh, I didn't mean to startle you. I understand that that probably could have been how that came off. Uh, we are police. Me, as you can see, he gestures to police. That's written very large on his tactical vest.
1: Winston is just squatting, doing squats. Alistair is going to. He's very mad. He's going to attempt to grab the old man by his throat and force him to the ground. <laughs> okay. And I will make a roll for that. I feel like he still has a disadvantage. Another four! <laughs> what?
2: Alright,
0: I'm not going to bother making you roll a roll again for disadvantage.
2: <laughs> oh, I got a ten. <laughs> He, right. he skirts and weaves around
0: you, Alistair Alistair, <laughs> Alistair launches blindly for the the voice and he basically just like scuffs in the dirt as uh, yeah. as Winston dodges to the side yeah. and Bernie's he's he's holding the gun like under one arm how you're supposed to and he's kind of got a hand out trying to calm situations. like uh, uh, sir I really need you to uh, calm down we are the police this is my associate uh, Alistair Stern oh, my eyes Uh, We are looking for a missing child. Uh, We could really use your help if you know this area well. Uh Ali, Ali, you uh, okay there? You need yeah, a hand, buddy?
1: Yeah, I'm great. I'm having... A- I just got attacked by a crazy old man. I'm having a lovely time. It's fine.
0: Ali, I understand the frustration, but the sarcasm is really not helping the situation. Oh, now- Bernie,
1: I don't care. I don't have time. Just Restrain your mad something. dog, lawman. Oh, I don't want to be here. I have
0: many words for you, lawman. Uh, Bernie's going to kind of... Are pat- my ears bleeding? He's going to kind of pat Alistair on the head. He's like, um... No, you're you're okay. Maybe just just sit for a second. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk I to this. Slap his hand away. This, uh, that's not- Ally, look, we're trying to. Bernie, trying to keep it professional. Not now, Bernie. Winston has walked Maybe away. My uh, <laughs> oh.
2: Winston has walked a little bit away into his trash yard and has pulled a few garbage bins out of the way to reveal a roaring fire that was underneath <laughs> the garbage bins. And he pulls
0: up like a trash can, sits down, says, "Take a seat, boys." Uh, sir, I really have to say, uh, an uncontrolled fire like that, especially in the open. Uh, Bernie, this just, is...
1: it doesn't matter. Alistair, it doesn't Alistair, matter. Alistair, this Bernie, is my
0: job. Bernie, my job. He—he uh, <laughs> kind of just says under his voice, "Maybe mum was right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have been in police." Winston gestures to the left, and you see that there is a fire extinguisher. Next <laughs> to- well, that does put see, me a look, little more at ease. the man's sir.
1: prepared. He's got his safety net down. Now get over there and convince him to tell him tell us what's going on or I swear to God oh, and I like crawl towards him uh, alright Bernie is
0: going to he's gonna go through his pockets and he's gonna find um, a handful of chewing gum and he's just gonna kind of offer it to Alistair who can't actually see it <laughs> and he's going to go, um, maybe just uh, this is good maybe just yeah he's just um, gonna kind of drop
2: man, it in front of you and he's gonna go sit down
1: right now.
2: Oh. <laughs> Winston is going to dramatically cross his legs and hold his hand out like *The Godfather* for Bernie to kiss. This like it's it was like a candy ring, but it's now just like a plastic
0: ring type of thing. Just ants. It's holding it out to him. It's
1: just calling me ants. I love that.
0: Bernie doesn't understand what you're going for, and he kind of roughly shakes you by the hand and goes, "It's very nice to meet you, sir. My name is a, uh, Officer Bernie Todd from uh, the Hookbar Police Station." Uh, what's your name? My name is Winston Wiven-Q. Uh, you don't seem, uh, very sure about that. He is now writing. He's got his notebook out. The gun's still under his arm and he's taking it. He's like, uh, yeah. And, uh, your place of residence, sir? He kind of gestures around and says, I
2: belong to the universe. I am a, I am a, a drifter, a man of many locations.
0: Uh, Bernie writes down "Child of Universe" <laughs> and skips to the next part. <laughs> he like taps on again. It's like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. And uh, how long have you been living here, Bernie? Are you sure that's relevant, Alistair? I know what I'm doing. Uh, this is a very common police sure. procedure.
1: It's fine. I don't care. I'm just here to save a child. But no, sure. Talk to the crazy old man. I don't care. It's fine. I'll just sit over here on my own uh, without right. any chewing gum. <laughs> Roll for me. Oh no. No, I'm not walking oh, into the who? fire. No. Eight. I've traumatized
0: you guys clearly. You regain your vision. It was simply to see if your <laughs> yes! eyes had recovered. Right. You rub your eyes enough that you can blearily see and they're getting better. Okay.
2: Winston turns his attention back to
0: Bernie and says, Mmm. Rather angry young lad. Yeah, I think there's now some. Now that he uh, can see you, he's glaring at you. I think there's some um there's some stuff behind that. All right, um, sir, so we are, as I said, looking for a missing child and his mother uh, as well. We heard a report that there was a sighting, um, just information that he might be in this area. Have you seen a young boy uh, about, I'd say, 11 years old? Actually, here, I've um, I've got a photo. He, he goes through his pockets and finds the missing person's photo of the child. It says Wilbur Perez on it, and it's... A round-faced, smiling little boy with a, a mop of dark, curly hair. It's a black-and-white photo, but you can tell. Uh, and he says, this is um, this is the boy we're looking for. Do you have any idea... Uh, have you seen him? Have you heard anything? Any idea where... If someone was hiding where they might be? Mm. Oh, sorry, would you like some gum?
2: Oh, are you offering the king some gum?
0: Uh, yes. spearmint. Lovely! He takes it.
2: Um, he crosses his palms and kind of looks at the picture. He says to himself, Mah. He kind of stands up and gestures at the stars above him and says, The sky is the morning sky. He sees see stars. And he says, It four nights ago that I saw it. And he like brushes his hands down his face. I saw it all. And I, when I, I, I came to our leader and I presented the information to him and he said, Mmm. And I said, Mmm, also. And I now look who has come falling into my lap. Not one, but two of the people I saw in my dream. And now you ask me.
1: Of the boy. Hold on, hold on. You have a leader? Who, what? You kinda your
2: leader? Dream? He gestures with <laughs> finger guns at, at Alistair and says, Yes, boy, there are many things of this land that you are yet to
0: understand. Right. Okay.
1: Does someone need
2: another lesson?
0: <laughs> Bernie turns to Alistair so, so that uh, so that Winston can't see and it kind of makes a cutting motion across his the- <laughs> face. No, no. <laughs> Shh. Uh, says, I Alistair um, calms down a bit. So you have information. You said you
2: saw something. Yes, yes, my dear. So he comes and sits down next to um Bernie and starts like patting him on the hand. So it was uh holding his hand. Yeah, starts holding his hand like patting on. <laughs> it was thr- thrice nights ago. You, you said saw- it was
1: four nights ago. <laughs> Alster please.
2: I have many dreams, boy. Uh, uh so he's just like still thinks. Of- I saw. <laughs> <laughs> i saw the boy in a dream first you two came to me except you were a little bit shorter and he was a little bit more handsome hey, sorry sorry,
0: sorry. Hey. Which, which was which so, sorry huh?
1: bernie
2: are oh, you you were a little bit taller he was a little bit more handsome you're like brushes down his face you're perfectly fine looking him on the other hand hmm
0: Oh, thank you. That's, that's very kind of you.
2: He pats on uh, my hand again. It's like, "Now, what do you need from me?" Because I, while such a wise being myself, there's always someone wiser to talk to. And I could I could
1: lead you to that, but uh what do you need from dear old Winston with a W? Well, we're here to find the child, and I'm like trying to trying to smile and look a bit plain. I'm like, "We're here to find the child. So if you've seen the child, then If you could lead us to the child, that'd be great. That'd be great. Mr. Whatever your name is. Winston crosses his hands once again and thinks,
2: Mm, You're searching for the boy. Well, I'm afraid you're possibly a little late. Many have come before you, and many will come after you to search for the boy. Okay. I told my leader about the dream I saw, but uh, he brushed it off. He always brushes off my dreams. He says, You are crazy old man! (laughs) Do uh, wonder why he says that? I don't know why he says that. It's very hurtful.
0: Yeah. Bernie is writing furiously. <laughs> yes. Is, um,
2: yes, yes, underline that, what, yes.
0: What is the, the name of your, your leader and um, in what capacity does he, he lead you?
2: His name is Sir Butterscotch. He leads us in word, thought, deed, action, mind, deed, and just about everything else in between.
0: Uh, sorry, his name was Butterscotch?
2: Sir Butterscotch, yes. He was knighted, he says. I wasn't there for it.
0: Right, um, all right. Uh, mm. And, yeah, where where would we maybe find Sir Butterscotch? Uh, first, we'll we we'll check out this stuff about the child, but uh, just for future reference.
2: Oh, it's not as simple as that,
0: my boy. Pat, pat. You see? <laughs> Did you just say pat, pat instead of touching
1: yes. my knee? Yes. He was just, for those of us without television listening to this podcast that can't tell... <laughs> Alistair, you're talking complete nonsense.
2: <laughs> yes, he's a strange one, that one. He's rubbing off on me. Now... To get to Mr. Butterscotch, sir, Butterscotch, I'm terribly sorry. He kind of, like, acts as if he's about to get hit. <laughs> it's kind of like, like, you would need me to lead him to you. Can you do that? That'd be really good because
0: we're kind of on I mean, no, lead,
2: lead you to him. Man, words are hard, my man. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, it's all Look, good. I um, got
0: you. If there's... Maybe we should uh, talk to him. That sounds like a great idea. But right now, I think first things first... Uh, could you take us to where you said you saw the boy? Uh, you said there were other people looking, but uh, that just means that time is all the more important. So if you could just show us uh, you do know where, the where boy you is, think right? he is or where you might have last seen him, any kind of information you could give us would be uh, really, really important. So.
2: so you're saying you believe me? Sure. Of course, yes. Oh, I might. Mm. Um, Bernie is sweating <laughs> <laughs> he kind of puts his fingers together and is like mm. yes 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 many have searched for the boy but no I mean I don't he... mean to hurry
1: you but we are kind of on a time limit so if you could just tell us where he is or show us where he is that'd be great we'll be out of your hair you don't need to see me again which I'm sure you'll be happy about
2: Many have searched for the boy, and uh. few have found him, but perhaps with old Winston with an LMNOP, <laughs> you might be able to find him. I shall lead you to him. He gets up, picks up the fire extinguisher, and blasts the fire with an excessive <laughs> amount of it. And, and, and it doesn't f- go out. It doesn't quite go out, and he <laughs> chucks it onto the fire. And just just meh, yeah, who cares? <laughs> Alistair <Alex laughs> immediately takes cover. He um, struts off to another part of the dump. He minces over and starts throwing bags of trash over his shoulder old toys cans of food type of stuff over his side and just like looking
0: around he's mumbling to himself oh I'm gonna need that oh you son of
2: a stop biting me
0: (laughs) as Winston with an LMNOP goes off to gather whatever he needs Bernie is gonna finish writing his notebook and he's gonna kind of pull Alistair aside Face the other direction so that uh, hopefully Winston doesn't notice. He's gonna to say to Alistair, uh, "Ali, yeah, I don't know if you uh, picked up, but I, I think this think guy. That. I think this guy might be um, in need of a little uh, oh, you help."
1: Don't, you don't say. Oh, oh, he needs help, does he? Oh, oh I would never pills. have noticed. I would never have noticed. Ali,
0: uh, manners don't cost anything, and yeah, I don't think you need no, to be right. nasty about a guy who's living in a dump. Uh, yeah, Look, if I he has any leads, if he has any leads, I think we need to, to follow them up, and we'll just see where this takes us. Maybe we can do something to help him after that. You hear a loud, a large amount of clattering and banging now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's just I. I get it, yeah. and he uh. he assaulted you technically that is a crime and if you want to press yeah, charges really we could does. actually talk about that i still that. can't hear you properly do you want me to talk louder no no all right Looks same deal talking as talking louder
2: would be nice
0: <laughs> he talks quite uh, look same deal as before you're much think... more
2: resonant than you think young man anyway Ber- bernie just hangs his head back to my business
1: he walks away again
0: look same deal as before i'll i'll take front you just keep an eye on our surroundings keep an eye out for the boy shout if you need anything If you see anything, um, and let's just let's just try and make this quick and get everyone home safe, you know. The fire extinguisher explodes. (laughs) Bernie (laughs) tackles Alistair. Actually, I'll roll for this. Bernie grabs Alistair around the waist, tackles him to the ground, and covers him like with his body. He goes, "Get down!" He's just suddenly hyperventilating.
2: You look around to see Winston uh standing on top of a pile of trash, arms in the air, saying, Praise the sun! And he jumps down off his trash. He's wearing six fanny packs. Some type of like made out of tin armor with a helmet, type of thing, which is very looks very much like you know, like stopping the government's rays raid,
1: from getting into you, type of thing. He is Alistair, um, Alistair just thinks he's like. You know that they don't do anything. Like, everybody thinks that there's got some... Like, for some reason, that's the thought that he has in the middle of the fire going everywhere yeah. and the sun praising. It's like, man, tinfoil hats do absolutely nothing. He has a backpack on, a duffel bag, and
2: big boots type of thing that have, like, knee-high socks as well. Cheerleader, cheerleader he, socks.
0: His pants are tucked into his socks. Yeah,
2: his pants are tucked into his socks. They're bright
1: pink as well. His,
2: um, his like, shirt is tucked into his underwear and, like, his scarf is tucked into his polo shirt. And he <laughs> right. uh is, like, just walks through this kind of, like, wall of fire <laughs> towards you both and says... Onwards, my boys! The- Gather your provisions for the trek ahead!
0: Bernie is desperately trying to like kick dirt onto the fire and <laughs> shove stuff over to try and stamp it out as much as he possibly
1: can. Alistair ki- ignores. This is really Bernie. unsafe. He Alistair ki- ignores yeah. Bernie and uh, uh, Wow. Ignores Bernie and follows whatever yep. your name is. Winston with
2: a M just walks along the street with the fire burning behind him very epically. <laughs> Hello dear listener, my name is Dave Lightning and I'm here to tell you about the Darktide's Patreon. Now, there's lots of th- fun things going over on the Dark Tides Patreon. Now, if you're up to here the show, that means you're still in Season 1, and there's a whole lot more of Dark Tides for you to get through. But of course there is the Dark Tides Patreon, if you want to support the show and support what they're creating. But, you're not just supporting, you're getting some stuff for that. You're getting access to a post-show where the cast of Dark Tides chats about each episode and goes into their favorite moments, plays games, answers fan questions, heaps of fun stuff. But you also get access to two ongoing shows, Solar Scar, which is a sci-fi bounty hunter series, you yeah, again with the cast of Dark Tides, and then of course you have Tower Transmissions, which is with me, Dave Lightning, and my good friend Carl. And there is also a Dark Tides prequel series available on the Dark Tides Patreon. So head over to patreon.com slash darktides to have a look at the three different tiers and find out what's right for you. Anyway, back onto the episode.
0: We cut now to Ernest, who is standing in the entrance chamber of Hon Caves, watching the dangling pieces of the three ropes that he, Nancy, and Randy used to come down into the caves. And they have been cut uh, high above his head.
2: He puts his hands on his hips and kind of looks around and then calls out, Nancy? Randy?
0: You hear your own voice echo back to you. He
2: kind of whistles out.
0: Uh, it echoes as well.
2: Hmm. He's going to immediately head over to the tunnel he just came from and is going to pull his pocket knife from his pocket and scratch away a little X on it. And then he's going to look back to try and see along the path that he knows that
0: the other three were meant to be coming along. He looks down this tunnel and the light doesn't extend very far. It very quickly disappears into gloom and shadow. And all you can hear is the distant rushing of the river that you encountered last time that runs underground. And there is not a sound, there is not a movement. There is just still darkness and the sound of water. Does Onus still have his flashlight? He does. Yeah! yeah. Uh, you he pull do out... anything that would make What me... a
2: first. He's going to pull out his flashlight and pull out his walkie-talkie and he's going to try and send out a signal to the other two.
0: All right. Um, yeah, you, you send out a signal. You can tell that there is some interference from being down in the cave, but so far it doesn't seem to be doing anything. There is no response immediate. So, in my mind, there's the main corridor that we head down as a group.
2: And there's one to the right or so that I came up alone after running down the, the
0: mm-hmm. pathway. And is there a third? There is, in fact, five. So, there are another three that you have not yet explored. Right. Okay. So, he's going to then go
2: to the other one that he knows that they went along. And mark another X on that one. And do a signal, like a draw around the X a
0: sign to show that they link together. So just to paint the picture and make it super clear, uh, Ernest is standing in the entrance chamber, we might call it, a roughly circular room about 10 metres by 10 metres. It's fairly large. Uh, There's rubble and a few boulders and things in this chamber. And there are five branching tunnels roughly spaced around the chamber. And you have marked the one right in front of you and the one to the right of that as being... Linked. What does Ernest want to do?
2: Ernest is going to roll investigation to have a look at the, the ground to see if any gravel has been kicked away, any footprints who he doesn't recognize because
0: technically uh, Nancy and Randy should be wearing the same boots. Uh, you don't need to roll for that because that is under you have tracking don't you as part of your ranger skills yeah so you have the skill of tracking you need to deduct your ng points for that ernest begins to hunt around the entrance to these two caves and he's looking for boot scuffs that have left you know a mark on a rock he's looking for any kind of sign that people have moved through here and it is confusing because what ernest finds is that there are definitely footprints there's definitely disturbed gravel there's scuffs here and there plastic from uh, the side of boots, but nothing that paints a clear picture. To the best of your knowledge, definitely people have gone down every one of these corridors, but you can't really tell if they were recent or old. Ernest is going to check the lantern that was there to see if it is aged. You're wondering if you have time travelled? Yes. No, it is the same as before. It is an old lantern, but it is not...
1: It was battery powered before though, right? Probably, I've completely forgotten.
0: It is whatever it was before. It has not changed. (laughs) You've dimension hopped and now it's paraphrased. The lantern is exactly as it was before.
2: Okay. Ernest is going to kind of turn around and kind of walk in a bit of a circle and kind of rub his temples and just think, okay... I should technically stay put. But they had a straight shot from that path to here. I feel like someone's tampering again. He um, kind of walks in a circle and is just like, okay, all right, you're on your own. For, for now, at least, we'll, we'll, we'll work that out. We do this right, we do this by the book, we do this safe, we get everyone out. No more people getting hurt. No more people getting lost. We get people out. I get people out. That's what we're going to do. He starts doing uh, knee-high jumps and kind of stretching out the hamstrings and kind of flexing a little bit and all that type of stuff. And he's going to look at the remaining three
0: holes that he hasn't traveled through. A two. Something catches your eye. As you turn to look at the three holes corridors uh, behind you you see just the barest glimpse of something shift in the darkness almost like something that light was reflecting on darkly has moved back but you can't tell anyone that in one of the corridors
2: in one of those three ernest is going to immediately switch his light on and begin sprinting down that hole, pulling the taser from his other pocket. Now that Nancy's gone, he's pulling a bag out.
1: <laughs> <Bzzz>!
2: <laughs> While yelling, don't be afraid, unless you have reason to be. <laughs> All
0: right, you dash down this corridor. You hurtle into the darkness with the torch drawn. You are very quickly engulfed in inky blackness, only the yellow light of your LED torch is illuminating anything. This tunnel goes and goes and goes, and then it branches to the left, then to the right. And as you keep going, it comes to a dead end. And you realize that there are maybe three, four spots where this branched off into other corridors. But right now you're standing in a dead end and there is no one here. Okay, so there's no one there. He's immediately going to grab up a rock and run back
2: to the first kind of part where it diverts or like from the back. So that means the last part where it diverts. And he's going to place the rock down in the middle, meaning that he is past this area. He's going to grab a second and start heading down the next kind of diverted off part. The first, the most recent. The most farthest
0: back. So the first he's reached from heading back along the way he's come. All right, yeah, that means technically you, you, you are turning left. As you were running down, it was one on the right. Uh, you follow this one too, and you follow it and follow it and then it starts to get more and more cramped. There is no longer very much space above your head, and as it gets deeper in, this gets even lower, and you start to hunch, and the walls start to close in around you, and it continues, but you are now feeling rock press against your back and very close to your chest as you continue to shuffle forward. Do you want to keep going? Ernest wants to keep going, but similar to before, the, the
2: flashes start to, to come back of situations he has tried his hardest for nearly a decade now to ignore and to push away
0: keep coming back and he he can't he can't go deeper does he stop he stops he's breathing heavily trying to get his his anxiety and his stress under control and not succumb to another panic attack as he has in the past and as he begins to slow his breathing he hears something as he's withdrawing into himself focusing on his breathing he hears not just his breathing but someone else's very close he goes dead silent and switches off the torch in the total darkness ernest can feel the stone pressing cold into his back uncomfortable angle at which he's having to bend his neck to keep his head from brushing the ceiling he can feel the proximity of the wall in front of him just just beyond his nose and he can hear someone else breathing and then he feels it just the lightest touch of something very cold on his little finger Ernest with the taser
2: still in his hand is going to jab in the darkness while switching on his torch
0: all right. in the um, direction
2: of what's he can hear breathing.
0: Alright, roll for me for the torch. You can make your attack roll and I'll roll to see. Uh, so he got a 8 for the torch. Okay, that's interesting. Here is what happens. You jab out with the taser, but whatever touched you, and you are not sure if it was just the rock or something else. It's so hard to tell, but it was cold. You jab out with the taser and you feel more than you hear something shuffle, something moves back. And it was coming from deeper into this narrow, narrow space that you were in. But as you pull the torch out and flick it on to try and catch whatever might have been in here with you, all you catch is the very briefest glimpse of light reflected in two very large eyes. And then it's gone. I'm not intentionally trying to, like, traumatise Ernest even further. This is just just how this worked. I think, like,
1: (laughs) trapped in a narrow stone pathway with some kind of breathing... Like, I think that's the most traumatising situation (laughs) we've ever been in in this podcast. Even the ship wasn't that bad. Yeah, cos Ernest (laughs) is alone now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ernest is going to
2: catch his breathing as he was starting to like do lots of shallow breaths. And he catches it and starts taking deeper breaths. And he amazingly closes his eyes and he hears a voice saying, Come on, keep going. We've got things to do. And he's going to start reaching out with his eyes still closed and grabbing onto rocks in front of him and pulling himself deeper into the little passageway after whatever it is he saw. Still with his eyes screwed shut, but just clawing his way deeper and deeper into this cave. So as he is kind of clawing his way along, he starts to mutter to himself and sing softly to himself. A scout is a young man who lives by a code to protect his honour and take the high road. He faces temptation but doesn't give in. The scout law gives him the foundation to win. A scout is trustworthy,
0: he's loyal, true blue. You continue to shuffle and shuffle and it gets more and more cramped until you are bent almost double as much as this space will allow you and then with a sudden relief you kind of fall into a larger passage. You've now entered a new chamber. You fall to the ground and you can breathe easy again. And again, you can hear distantly the sound of running water. He finally
2: opens his eyes and kind of shines the light around to
0: see what the room looks like. This room is a little different. There are bits of wood everywhere bits of crate everything is old and worn by time and water it's rotted away there's broken glass bottles here and there Um, and you can see that the sound of rushing water is coming from a little deeper where it seems like this is a grotto like either the river or the ocean kind of washes into this cave somehow okay are there any passages in or out you would have to investigate for that okay i will investigate five. As you search, you find uh, that there is another exit. It is another narrow tunnel, not nearly as narrow as one that you just came through, but it seems to lead back in the direction you came, but at a completely different angle. And as you are standing there, you hear distantly a voice calling you, and instantly you can tell it's Randy.
1: Hey. Hey. Is uh, is there anyone there?
0: Uh, Ernest. Ernest is going to
2: whistle out.
1: Who's doing that? Randy,
2: is that you? Ready? Oh, this is going to start heading down the the corridor. With your
0: torch out in front of you? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. you the taser in the other hand. All right. As you progress down the corridor, uh, you see Randy standing at the ready, like, legs bent a little bit, arms out, uh, Steve Irwin-style prepared to catch a crocodile, and he's kind of R- shuffling slowly in a circle in this corridor and then he sees you with rushing his gaze. Right.
1: Ah! Whoa! Whoa. Hey. Stand still.
0: Don't move. And he slowly
2: approaches you. Uh shines like the light on his face. Ah! Oh! No. on like on his face. Oh.
0: <laughs> I see. Hey. Do I know you? Uh, is Nancy with him? no it's just him and he he is bleeding as well from the head
2: uh, so Ernest kind of walks he, he apparently hasn't noticed that Ernest walks over and uh, like looks at Randy and like puts his hand on Randy's shoulder and like mo- <laughs> puts his finger on, on Randy's jaw and moves it to the side so he can have a look at the, the wound you, you
0: putting
1: some what's over there oh I don't know I don't he
2: then like, like leans back puts both hands on Randy's shoulder and kind of like leans over to look him directly and faces Randy, Randy. oh
1: yeah Randy that's me That's me. Please, Randy. (laughs) Yes. What happened?
2: Do I know you? Why weren't you along the pathway that I left you guys? Ah, Randy does not remember.
1: Ah, the pathway. Ah, what pathway? (laughs) Do I know you, Randy? (laughs) Randy
0: Randy knows who he is. Randy, Randy remembers walking down the pathway, but literally he just remembers everything going black very quickly. (laughs) Uh, do you want me to just say that?
1: Sure. All right.
2: Randy, Ernest. you know Ernest. who I Ernest. am.
1: Ernest. Yes, yes, yes I'm Ernest. See, it. you've yes. got it. Yes. Okay, so I was in the cave, all right, and I was walking down a path, and suddenly... Yes. ...blackness, but, like, more than there was before. There was extra darkness. Advanced. <laughs> like, advanced darkness. It was, it was so dark, and now I'm here, but I think I know the way out. <laughs> That's good. Yep. Um, so
2: Ernest is going to... He's kind of like,
1: just like shaking his head and he's like, he's slowly like coming back to like, okay.
2: Yep. Ernest is pulling off his jacket and he's going to take the shirt he has underneath it. So he has like a t-shirt, a button shirt type of thing that's more like the uh, colour that the rangers are supposed to wear. He hasn't gotten mm-hmm. the actual uniform yet. So he's just wearing something that looks similar to theirs. And then he has his jacket. He's going to take that shirt and he's going to tear it down the middle. Type of thing to make it as long as possible and he's going to tie that around the belt buckle on his belt and then the belt buckle on randy's belt
0: so is Ernest effectively shirtless now
2: no he has the t-shirt oh, and then the, uh, then the jumper and he's gonna say okay yep we've been separated yep the most important thing is we find each other the ropes okay. have been cut what There is, there isn't, that way isn't going to work for us. No, I didn't do, no, I I didn't do that. I believe you. We need to find, we need to find Gina. We need to find Brett. Yep. Then we need to secure a location out of here, get Brett out of here, and then continue the search again. This time with actual backup who can be watching the
1: whole to see who is doing this. Randy is kind of, for the first time, almost solemn is not the right word, but you can tell he does understand the gravity of the situation. He's like, right. I understand. Okay, I think I remember the way I came. I think I can get you out. I can get us out. I don't remember what happened after I was on the path. I, it's it's missing from my memory bank. It's like it's been deleted. It's like the RAM's just been taken right out of that 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 bad boy. But I do remember the way I came.
2: Ernest desperately wants to agree to getting out now, but Pats Randy on the shoulder and says, "We get Nancy. We get Brett." And then we go. But you just you just said that we
1: need backup. We can't, we can't do this on our
2: own. There is no backup. The backup is Bernie and Alistair on the opposite side of the island. Something is doing this to us. I saw something in these caves. There is a danger here and we need to get but everyone out. Is that out. not
1: more of a reason to get out? I, th- I think we should be heading back. I don't know. I'll, you're the boss. You're the boss. You're the boss.
2: I'm I just, am the boss. I'm
1: just saying... I, I'm.
0: I, I, What is Ernest going to do? What's his plan? Ernest
2: kind of like claps Randy on the shoulder and says, okay, is there any pathways out of this
0: area where Randy is? Yeah, you're standing in a larger corridor. Um, You can tell if you probably keep heading the way you're heading, you're probably going to end up somewhere closer to the entrance chamber.
2: Oh, yeah. He
0: like kind of looks at Randy and says,
2: okay, we are going to mark out the right. different directions Market. and locations we have been.
1: I, I am going think to... I I respect your authority as uh, as park ranger. I don't think we have time to do that. I really don't. I think I think I think we should be getting back, but if you think we need to go deeper and find the people that we're looking for, I think we should do that as quickly as possible.
2: But the most important thing is that we're not running around here blind. Which corridor, in kind of gestures? I came from that way. There are two more corridors that you can go down in the main area we were in before. This area most likely links back to one of those. That removes one of those from there. Which direction is your pathway out?
1: The pathway I came from.
2: Which pathway did you come from?
1: The pathway I came from, which leads out. Yes. Ah. Ah. He thinks for a minute. It was that way. No? Yes. Yes. It was that way.
2: Okay. Do you remember? Okay. Just remember. Try your best for me. Were there any branching paths
1: from that? Were there. Was it a direct path? Was it a direct path? It might have been.
2: We'll operate on the idea there <laughs> is for now. So he's going to go over, pick up a rock, and
0: place it in front of the pathway they came. Right that, like right in the centre. Right so it's trying center. to be a visual reminder of which way you've yeah. been and which way you haven't yet. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm, I'm fairly
1: sure it was a straight shot. Like, if, if there was anything there, I would have seen it. I'm okay. sure. Just sure. It just leads straight back. Uh, are there any more pathways out of this room that
2: are in other than the one that will take them back to the main
0: area? Yeah, there's a, another left one which probably takes you in a different direction, but still maybe closer to the the entrance chamber. Okay, he kind of brushes
2: his chin and doesn't really want to go back into a, a small area again. It's like, okay, we're gonna take this larger corridor back to the main area. We'll mark off this area and then we'll take down the last corridor. Hang on, hang on.
1: I thought you said we weren't we were getting out. I, we weren't getting out. Sorry, no, we're not. My getting brain's out. a bit. Okay, so we're going to the main area. And yes. we're going to try somewhere else.
2: Yes, because there is one more pathway to take right.
1: there. I've I've got it. I'm sorry. My Weird. brain's a little bit. I'm still a bit sleepy. I get it. I agree. And he starts walking that way. Then they, they both head off down the path.
0: Right. We'll cut back now to the other side of the island with Alistair, Bernie and Winston. Winston begins threading his way through back alleys and people's gardens a couple of times. He just sort of walks through abandoned houses um, and points out paintings and things on the walls as if they're his that one's very lovely you are heading across the town you were near the town centre now you're heading up the slope of the hill further back the way you came actually towards the tree line uh, and as you continue that way you break out onto a normal street and you wind your way up is there anything you want to talk about observe, look for, do while you're travelling?
1: Uh, I think Alice is probably not thinking too much about it yeah i don't think he would think to look at anything he's just kind of trying to contain the fact that okay it's not this old man's fault i'm in pain but it's it's okay he's trying to tell it like every second he's like okay we're finding the child that's what we're doing it's okay it's okay Asta. you're finding a child right that's what you do that's what you're here for He's just trying to remember that. Now, I believe on a spiritual level that chutney needs to have large pieces in it. And he's finding it very (laughs) hard to focus on that. Otherwise, it's barely even a chutney. It's more just like a sauce.
0: It is more like a sauce. Or a jam. Exactly, exactly. So you wouldn't say, like, oh, look at that apple chutney
2: with its blitzing up... Apple corpses. Well, no, that would be apple
1: sauce. Yes, exactly. Exa- exactly. So, but an apple chutney. I'm pretty sure jams have stuff in it too. Like, you, you think marmalade, like this.
0: Uh, Al- Alistair, please.
1: Listen, young boy. So I just trying to. We are, we are we are like just, philosophical giants just, no, in a shut field. Up. I am just trying okay. to be friendly.
0: Alistair, I'm sorry. That was uh, uncalled for. I was just a little focused on the conversation. Uh, Thank you. Love to hear okay. your your weighing in on no, this. I don't
2: want to tell you. I weird. don't want his weighing in. <laughs> he kind of struts up the road and says, this is my country, you understand? My lands.
1: He's right, of course. I mean, you don't need me. You don't need my opinions. Exactly! This one gets it!
0: <laughs> Bernie kind of nudges you with an elbow and going, I'm just trying to keep him talking. Don't don't take it too personal. I love
2: talking! <laughs> I <don't laughs> he kind of I...
0: <laughs> inclines his eyebrows at you like,
2: eh, yeah, see. I'm like, oh, I don't think that's going to be too hard. Now, he, uh, from he... our conversation on chutneys, we must move on to preserves.
0: He whispers to you as he like speeds up to catch back up with Winston. He kind of whispers to you, it's called witness negotiation. Yeah. Okay. Right. Gotcha.
2: Corn cannot be in a chutney, but it can be in
0: a preserve. <laughs> cut two. <laughs> Where
1: do you come up with this stuff? <laughs> you're like you you spend the last twenty minutes in a life-threatening situation with Ernest, and you're like chutneys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Cut two. Five minutes later, Winston has led you to. A small rise, a clump of little seaside cottages that overlook the rest of the town a little bit. It's still part of the main town, but it's a little bit removed. Um, And he takes you to a particularly disheveled, grotty hut uh, in the midst of all of this. It is a typical seaside house. It's whitewashed, but the paint is long peeling. Uh, One of the windows is broken. It's a tin roof that is badly rusted. Um, whatever garden was here has completely collapsed the fence and spilled into the street and Winston leads you right to the front door and both of you see instantly as you get here that the grass and the ivy and the things growing around here have been torn up and there are deep grooves running from the wood paneling on the outside of the house across the wooden door and as you count them there are five
1: Parallel grooves. That's why tomato sauce is the devil's vinegar. Uh, Alistair has long since ignored and learned somehow in the last five minutes to tune out any condiment, chutney, preserve. That's what he's hearing. Blah, 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 blah. And he's going to walk up to the five parallel grooves and he's going to investigate them. And I don't have any kind of tracking ability, so I'm just going to give you a straight roll. Give me a straight roll. <laughs> Four. That's the third four I've rolled in this game.
0: <laughs> All right, you you look at these and you go, this could be a tool, this could be a branch, who knows? He kind of looks at it and he's like, man,
1: I guess Ernest was kind of helpful. I um, normally just get him
0: to look at this stuff. Uh, Bernie kind of sidles up to you and goes, you thinking what I'm thinking? Possibly. Um,
2: while you're doing that, Winston goes quiet and spins around fingers out like the finger guns just looking down the street they came and stares down it and whispers to himself the
1: children of the tide know no fear, the children of the tide know no fear I don't think Alistair would have noticed that
0: Uh, as this is going on Bernie kind of sidles up to Alistair and uh, goes "Um, you uh, thinking what I'm thinking?
1: he kind of just shrugs
0: not like a don't talk to me shrug It's like I don't
1: know I can't figure it out I'd...
0: Uh, Bernie reaches out his hand and he puts thumb he puts each finger and then his thumb on the groove marks and shows how it could well be a hand and he uh, goes it's got a thumb
1: whatever it is Alistair kind of squints and looks at him he's like that but these are these are deep these are like claw marks or
0: something this is either that or something that wants to make it look like claw marks but i don't know anything definitely not on this island that has claws like
1: that could someone have chills why would you do that why would you want to do that
0: trying to scare us trying to scare the boy trying to stay the child. That's true but what and the garden too points to where it's obviously being kind of trampled and torn up. Yeah, I noticed yeah. that.
2: Winston continues staring along the
0: the path they
1: came, repeating to himself, "The mist will not reach me. The darkness will not consume me." Can I roll to see if I've heard what he's saying? Because yeah. I'm pretty intent you can roll. on this.
2: The children of the tide.
0: No, no
1: fear. It's a seven. I've I've you noticed catch the last part. You
0: you catch um, the bit about fog and darkness.
1: Bernie, I think he's... Has he been... Because I've i been tuning him out this whole time. I'm like, wait, is he talking about that before? Bernie, not looking at you
0: and not looking at um, Winston, leans and goes,
1: I think he's very scared of something. Yeah, well, if somebody's torn up the garden and scratched up the house, I mean, maybe that's all. Maybe he's just hallucinating. Maybe it's another one of his dreams. I don't know. Bernie's gonna
0: kind of take you by the arm and lead you a little bit back from the door and uh, bring you up next to Winston. He's gonna kind of clap Winston on the shoulder out. Yeah. So uh Winston, I think we're ready to go inside, don't you? Anything you wanna uh, tell us first? Hold
2: on, let me put these bad boys away. <laughs> he sticks them in his pockets and he turns to the uh, the building kind of holds out of hand he's like, I'm of the opinion of a uh, Wolverine.
0: Alistair walks. And you mean opens like the, door. the Marvel character? Are you talking about Hugh Jackman?
2: No, 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 no.
0: Alistair opens the door. He. Wa- I don't think they could replace him really. Like I know they're planning to and whatever, but I just don't think it's going to work.
1: By this point, I think I'm inside the building now. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, I feel like Bernie like uh, He's like, wait, you mean Wolverine? Are you going to use stealth for that, or are you just going to roll
0: to see? <laughs> I'm just going to open the door. Oh. Alistair, come on. He um, kind of hurries after you because you've completely flouted police protocol how to enter a
1: building. <laughs> yeah, well, he was talking about Wolverine, so I feel like it was necessary. Um, all right, you, end, you push the door
0: open and it creaks and shudders. And as you step inside, you see the door is really the only source of light. The windows are dirty and caked in grime and some of them even with a little bit of moss. And so the door is giving most of the light. The cottage itself is old. It's low ceilinged hardwood floors. As you move inwards, you realize that you're in a living room of sorts, if you can call it that. It's got a tiny coal burning stove in one corner. Um, there's a lounge that is rotting away. But the first thing that you notice is that someone has been living here recently. You can see clothing that is not old and not abandoned draped over the lounge. You can see that the stove is open and that there are matches sitting on top of it. You can see empty cans of food on the counter in the little kitchen that connects
1: to this living room. Uh, He's going to call out in a low voice because he's he's not like he's a bit spooked and a bit like that certain feeling you get when you walk into an old building that's clearly been inhabited recently. He's like hello? Um, and anyone anyone here? Hey, hello? He's gonna walk over, like, look at the matches maybe try and clean one of the windows like, hello? Yeah, as you
0: move around you see that on the floor near
1: the, the stove
0: is a child's math book open with work being done on it and a scratch pad next to it. Alice is-, is very doing very poorly. Alice is gonna pick it up and walk back to the door and show it to Bernie. Bernie is inside with you now.
2: Yep. Winston very quickly slams the door behind you guys and begins piling whatever he can against it and puts his body weight against it as well.
1: Well, hey, hold on. And Alistair's uh, going to walk out. Winston like trying to stop him, but just like, hey, hold on, we need to get he, out of there. He
2: puts his finger up to, to Alistair and whispers, I saw this in my dream.
1: So what in your dream?
2: The boy what? came uh, here, then we come after him.
1: Yeah. The beast
2: has marked this place,
1: and then we find him, right? And we go home. That's the what happens, right?
2: Is in every shadow. And he begins kind of muttering to himself. The children have the Tide, no fear. The children of the Tide, no fear. And
0: putting more and more of his weight against the wall. against okay. the door. Alice, with the the door now closed, it is very dim in here. Things basically return to a twilight shadow, really. Uh, Winston holds out both his fingers to try and quieten
2: them both, rocking back and forth.
1: Right. Alistair's gonna walk over to one of the windows and I'm assuming there'll be like some kind of piece of fabric or something on the ground. I'm just gonna pick that up and like tr- start cl- trying to clean the window off to like get a bit of light in so I can see outside because I don't like not being able to see things. All right, as you, you find a scrap of, of cloth
0: and you spit on it and begin to try and work at the grime on the windows and roll perception for me.
1: Come on, not a four, not a four. 12, 12, finally. Why couldn't I roll out in the fight with bloody Winston? Yeah.
2: The um, Winston holds his fingers
0: up, still rocking and whispering to himself now. beast
1: is here the beast
0: is here as you are already a little uncomfortable and aware that something is strange here and you are not happy about this situation at all you realize that the room suddenly grows a little darker and the small kitchen window on the far side of the room for you you realize there's no light coming through it's like a shadow has passed across it as if a cloud has covered the sun for a moment and then it passes and there is light coming through that window again and then as you continue to watch the next window along this one on the right hand
1: side of the front door goes dark as if something passes alistair as soon as he realizes this instantly freezes and he looks at bernie who's not saying anything and winston who is whispering and like puts his puts his finger up to his lips he's like don't don't make a sound and then he crouches down because the window that he's been cleaning is now clear, so whatever is walking past is going to be able to see him, and he crouches down below the bench. He's like, and, like, you can just see suddenly there is fear in his eyes that was not there a minute ago because he's realised something that the other two haven't quite found, or at least Bernie hasn't noticed yet. As you slowly move back
0: to the side of the window to be out of sight and down behind this table. uh, You see the shadow pass by the door, the slit of light coming through under the door goes dark and there is an ever so slight sound of nails on wood as if it is retracing the same marks as before. And then the shadow moves on and then it passes the window that you had been cleaning and stops. From where Alistair is crouching, he can see feathers and he can see teeth glinting through the clean patch. And then it fogs as the breath covers it. Darktides is Chester Lyddon as Ernest Marsh, BJ Ingate as Alistair Cern, and me, Aubrey Lyddon, as your host and narrator. If you enjoyed this show, please rate and review us on iTunes. Tell a friend. Tell... Many friends force them to listen to it, whether that means kidnapping or just a coincidental car trip in which nothing else will play.
1: We would also like to let you know that uh, we are covered by no legal uh, ram- ramifications about what you may do or do not to you, your friends who you force to listen to this podcast. Um, we are merely making a podcast for your entertainment and for the entertainment anyone else. So, just l- let you know our lawyers are fully ready to defend any uh, legal issues that you may have with any kidnapping or anything because we didn't tell you to do this this is just merely a suggestion that you ought to take lightly Ha! <laughs> see it's not even happening make them listen to this podcast do and it i support it you
0: can also check out our patreon at patreon.com slash dark tides we have a pile of bonus content available including extra shows and after show chat with the cast and many other things Great, uh, and if you want to get news about upcoming episodes or chat to us, you can find our social medias. We are on Twitter at twittercom pod We're on Facebook at the same, and Reddit at r/darktides. So check those out. Say hi to us. Give us some hate mail. It's fine. Uh, we will see you next week with the next instalment. Stay safe.